0: today in the attorney career advice podcast with harrison barnes
1: so very few people take the time to write things about us and things to us that are nice this person has is making a connection with with the employer this type of human connection is extremely important and then the final one is do we like you and this is i talked about this a lot in the in the introduction but this means does the firm like something about you and feel positive towards you and not negative so people like certain types of people so there's a rule out there that one-third of the people that you meet will like you one-third won't well one-third will not care one-third will be and so your a lot of times your cover letter can bring you on the side of someone that's likable just as your resume does but saying nice things in the cover letter buying with people in a way in your cover letter doing things that are related to that are going to connecting with people are going to come through in your cover letter and everything really is about your cover letter and again i'm going to talk about cover letters but This type of human connection is extremely important. People want connection. People want to feel liked. People want to feel like their employers are liked. People want to feel like you're safe, like you, and people want to like other people. So one of the differences between, and this is, uh, I've talked about this a lot before, but you, you have products and you have services. And, and when people use a product, they know that they're getting, if you buy a BMW, you know, it's going to be sporty and whatever. And if you buy a certain brand of clothing, what it stands for, but when you buy a service, you don't know, you, you don't know. Know what's in store. And the thing that people really want from services most of the time is they want some sort of connection. So if you're represented by a lawyer and the lawyer is not asking you questions and not it doesn't seem like they care about you, you're not going to like them back. People want to work with people and they want to have employees and other things, and others that will like them, then they want to like those people. And so you need to be likable. And I this is a very difficult topic to address properly, but but you being likable is really what makes a huge difference and in that sort of connection. And so we'll talk about how to be likable. But being likable means really this is what it means. It means that your cover letter needs to be about lawyer and the person you're writing more than you. So just think about receiving a letter. So if you receive a letter from someone and that letter is saying just the person's just talking about how great they are, that's not really going to do much for you. But if you receive a letter and the letter says, we like you for this reason. We like you for this reason. We think you're great for this reason. That's really a big deal. I had something that was funny, and I was telling this because everyone of this college, lawyers and things, and law students. I had this when I was in college. I had this law school. It was a good law school that I was interested in going to, and they wrote me a letter rejecting me, uh, and telling me all the things they liked about me in the rejection letter. It's like one paragraph, but it was based on, and I was like, what the heck? And I couldn't make, I didn't know what to make out of it. And I went to the, the law school advisor and I was like, what do I do with this? And I kept it because it was like a very nice letter. So very few people take the time to write things about us and things to us that are nice. How would your cover letter make people like you? There's a lot of ways you can do that. One way would be if a law firm has an opening, you call them up and you talk to someone there. And maybe it's someone that is in a recruiting role, a recruiting coordinator or someone. And if they'll talk to you, ask them a little bit about the job. And then you write a letter. Your cover letter talks about how great the person was, about all the nice things they said about the job and what a great job they're doing. Now, you don't say it that way, but you would say something along those lines. All of a sudden, that person likes you or and they their your resume cuz they're thinking very positive thoughts goes right to the top of the pile and they they like you because you write that if you write a cover letter and it talks about someone at the firm that you really admire and there's and, you know, something along those lines they like you if you've done something if you have some way to connect with people if you have some shared experience and know someone there and admire them that makes you likable is going to have to make some sort of personal connection now you can talk about the bad experiences and things that you've had in your cover letter if you want but really it's about making some sort of connection And that connection is generally going to be with someone there or some way to make a connection that makes you stand out. So people will write cover letters all the time and they'll say, I'm very familiar with your firm's commitment to such and such and I like you and I'd like to work. That's not a real connection that makes you likable. A real connection that makes you likable is something along the lines of someone's doing a great job or I, I just think this firm is so amazing. I've read articles by this person or this, I've used the briefs of this person to. I've been collecting them since I've been this age and for the past four years, all those sorts of things make you likable. So anything you can write about the employer as opposed to you, is is going to is going to make you stand out. So I had a experience where I wrote this is a funny letter. But first job I got in Los Angeles was with Quinn Emanuel, and all my cover letter said it was a very short letter. It was addressed to the hiring partner, but it said, "I want to practice litigation at its very highest level. I've talked to people I know that's exactly what you do. I'm in Detroit where you just finished a big case. I'd love to talk to you." And three days later, Bill Urquhart, who's sadly no longer alive, after sending that letter, called me up and was like, this is amazing, I love your letter, I would never hire anybody from your law school, and I'd love to meet you and fly you out here right away. And, and then he gave me a job within an hour, a couple hours of getting into their office, and that was great. But the point is that cover letters like that, that flatter people, that make people feel good about themselves and make them like like you, make a huge difference, and this is what no one does. And I'm just telling you. All these four things and I will send around these notes in a Word document, by the way, before the end of this call difference. So let's go into um, these cover letters now and and look at them. So give me one second and, and I will pull up. I just want to do one thing here. I want to here. I'm gonna open Grammarly. Give me one second. When I talk to people, I really do think it's important to be using all of these softwares that are out there. This is an example that you can see here. This is a 78. You should have your letters be the things that you're writing be at least a 99. It's, it, there's really no excuse for it. And, and here they're doing things. You, you can see they're the shortening sentences. The, sometimes this comma is and is not necessary, but you can see rearranging sentences. So, Every attorney should be using this. You should be using it for every email you send. You should use it for every article you write, anything. Look at this, part-time. It's just, it's not, it, it, these errors are serious. And, and freelance, of course, is not spelled that way. So everyone makes these mistakes and I'm not hoping attorneys are not, but attorneys are expected to write very well. And this is part of the job. So if you are writing a cover letter, so this is, again, we'll start getting into Harrison's rules about cover letters, which I'll also send around. If you're writing a cover letter, the first rule is to not make any mistakes, to not make any grammar mistakes. Spelling, and let me just tell you why, and, and I'm giving this for, and you must use, and other tools, which are, are writing aid and all these different things. Let me tell you why this is so important. And I'm, I feel bad because I may be talking, I'm talking, I don't know if this resume is from an attorney or who it's from, or this. but this is, it's very serious. So if you're writing a cover letter and you're making mistakes about grammar, spelling, This is, attorneys are hired to be able to write, that's your job. So if you're making errors in your cover letter, you're showing that you're not a good attorney. Why in the world would you do that? It's, I can't even, it's very serious. And you can't, you cannot write a cover letter to make errors and get a job. Now there are firms that will hire you and even if you're making errors, but this is what attorneys are hired to do. So if you're making errors in your cover letter, you are hired to represent others, to represent other people and businesses and make them look good. How can you possibly do that if you can't do that for yourself? So this is so extremely important. And it's interesting too, because you know, I work with people that are at really good firms like Sullivan and Cromwell and all these different and Davis Polk and things. And when people, when these sorts of people at these firms, like turn in a resume or they turn in a business plan or something, they're spending days, like, working it, reworking it, tightening the language, re- rethinking things and looking at it in different ways. And so that's that that's how it's done. And it's also how you need to do things as well. You want to make sure, that when you're writing a cover letter that you're not making mistakes, this person's cover letter, you can just see here, all these issues are, there's problems and they, sh- there shouldn't be here. And so I'm not going to go through and make all these changes right now. I'm going to work on the a cover letter, but this is a problem. All these punctuations and there's all these rules. There's rules about capitalizing when numbers are spelled out versus written out, there's rules about capitalizations and things, but that's a problem. This is the first thing here. This is a long paragraph. And and one of the big rules about writing is you should not have, should not make the reader work. So the cover letter, all the cover, what the cover letter needs to do, it needs to be short. It needs to make its points quickly and directly.
0: Do you know the secrets to getting your dream legal job? We do. And one of the best things you can do is apply to jobs that fly under the radar. Applying to openings with very little competition means you stand a much higher chance of getting hired. But how do you find openings like that? For starters, you're not gonna find them on major job boards because these jobs are usually only advertised on companies' websites and in small regional publications. That is why we created Law Crossing, the most comprehensive database of legal jobs in the world. We have a team of people constantly working to find every single legal job out there. Unlike other job boards, which only list jobs that companies pay to post, We include every legal job we can find in order to maximize your chances of finding a job. So what are you waiting for? Head over to www.LawCrossing.com to find your dream legal job today. So let's talk about this. So this person's Dear
1: HR Administrator. So first of all, this particular letter, you should never address a letter to an HR administrator. With LinkedIn, And all these different in Google and all these different sources, you need to always look up who the person is, who the hiring people are. This is not dear HR administrator. It should be dear person. So that the first thing is you want to go in and you want to address it to the person and extremely important even if firm says you go to a, if you're finding a job somewhere online and it says send it to hr administrator at this you still want to do your best to address it directly to the person okay so this right here i have considerable experience in education experience in law thank god adr and investigations my master thesis was centered on adr environment but i have a strong appreciation revolving all kinds of disputes in a less adversarial matter than going to court At Boeing, in addition to doing this at the Merit Systems Protection Board, I did this. I'm confident. Okay. So the first thing is if there is a job you're applying to, you need to note it in the, in the cover letter. If you're not applying to a job, which is okay, you need to give the employer a reason why. And we'll talk about that in a minute. Someone that gets this email, if there's just this, there's not really much to go on. So I have considerable experience in law, ADR and investigation, the master thesis, blah, 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 the U.S. Marriage Citizen Protection Board. Okay, so the first thing is this is way too long and uh, this paragraph is way too long. There's lots of ways you can do it. and I'll just give you some examples here of how you can break this stuff up and and do things in a way that is going to make sense to the employer. So you would do something like this. You would go, considerable experience blah, 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 something like that. So these are obviously but that's make things easier for people to read by doing things this way. So you use bullet points and everything to make it easier for people to read. And so people will read things when, when they're much easier. So this is just an example. And so this, you take a long paragraph and, and you make it like this. Now I'm going to talk a little bit about a couple of things where people like to put down their education and the things that they've done. Most firms do not, when you're writing something for a job, especially this person that is Uh, as an experienced attorney, it looks like, the last thing in the world you want to do is talk about your education. So law firms, especially, and most employers want to hire with practical experience and for the most part, do not care too much Your education and a specific subject matter. So, you may ask yourself why, and especially if you have, if you have, if like this person that's got a master's degree in ADR methods or whatever. So, the problem with education is that most of, and again, I'm not every attorney has to go to school and get a law degree, but most people that, that get educations like this person, it's not necessarily going to help this person at all. So, just taking a master's thesis and writing about something is not necessarily going to benefit the employer. Now, this is interesting, this person's experience of Boeing. So you could put that in there for the this ADR job, but I don't think anybody wants to see that, that this belongs on the resume. And this also, you could learn from the resume. So all this stuff you can see here is everything that's here so far is just from the resume. There's nothing unusual about anything on this resume so far that you couldn't learn on the resume. So I don't, again, the purpose of your cover letter is not to to talk about your resume. Okay, I'm confident I could serve so-and-so well in this position. I've long enjoyed working in academia Okay, okay. So part of the problem with anytime you say I've long endured, enjoyed working in academia is the person's going to ask, can you do the job? Can you do a long-term? And all these sorts of questions. And especially if you're talking and this makes it seem like this person is an academic. And if again, I'm talking about law firms would think that way, but okay. I did assist uh, on omnibus, to secure my interest in street resolution. There's a lengthy absence of my full time outside the home. I've been deeply involved in part-time at freelance work volunteer activities, continue education in the arts while raising a family. Okay. All right. This part here is actually pretty good, and I'll talk about that in a second. This, All this stuff here is not helpful, but let's talk about how this letter. So again, if the objective of the letter is to make the person likable, to want the job, to, to be a cultural fit and to be likable, this letter, it needs, it could really be fixed quite a bit. So let's talk about how to do that. And I do think there's a way to do it. So. What I like about this letter is a person talks about a lengthy gap since I was employed full-time outside the home. I've been deeply involved in this while raising the family. I'm now committed to returning to the workforce. So here, let's say, let's say the person's applying for a job. You would say something along the lines of, I am writing to apply for this job. And then you would tell the job whatever the job is, ADR, such and such there. I am, i let's just, let me see how this person's doing this. I have not been working the past several years because I am a single mother. I'm just giving you an example and raised a family. Title, income, salary, very much committed. Something about like this, and I'm not going to do too much more with this considered for this job. Something along this is going to make much more recently to return to the workforce. Something like this is likely to make more of a connection and we can talk more about this with people. This person has questions after we do the next one. So this sort of thing is this a short letter like this is much more likely to make a connection. Now I'm not saying what needs to be written, but the way it reads now is that the person is just talking about all their experience. Every everything that is already on their resume and it's not and trying to look strong and all this stuff. And really this person is gonna be much better off with, a, with, a, with something like this that, and it could even be better than that. But all this information could theoretically go on there. Being flexible in the title and salary and someone taking a chance on the person because that's essentially what they're asking.
0: Do you wanna grow your legal career? A lateral move might be the right choice to get you on track for your career goals. Working with a legal placement firm like BCG Attorney Search can open doors for you and help you live the life you dream of. If you're looking for a new legal job, send us your resume so we can help. Visit www.bcgsearch.com and click on Submit Resume to be paired with one of our legal placement professionals who will work tirelessly on your behalf to get you your dream legal job. Submit your resume to www.bcgsearch.com to get started today.
1: Okay, let's take a look at the next one. Patent prosecution attorney position. Okay, from contact information. Okay, so, dear, I'm interested in your job posting because this is good. Okay, let's see if this person writes well. Okay, so this is an 80. Let's see if there's there any correctness. Yeah, so this is actually pretty good. You can see there's not a lot of things, but the clarity of it can be improved. But this is actually a person says they write well and they do, but again, these scores should be over 99. Okay, so let's see, dear higher Okay, so this information is probably not necessary. If you see this, they already will this is already on the resume. So writes well as detail. And then this would probably these terms described it would probably there's a better way of doing that. It would be something like my colleagues have often noted that. One of the things that is probably going on here, just so you understand why the, the job listing would say something like that. This person is very smart that who wrote this, because typically a reason that a lot of times that the job listing may say like that is they may have lost someone or let someone go that didn't write well or wasn't detail oriented and conscientious and so that's why they're saying that and then some sort of quote there would be nice and then this is actually very good too in the past couple of years I served as a primary caregiver to my husband and then to my mother wow and this is very good too wow this is very good as well wow okay so this doesn't need to be there wow this is a this is actually I'm very pl- pleased to see this cover letter wow. It's a good cover letter. So this is actually a very good cover letter. I, I usually don't see cover letters as good in these sorts of media, but this is very good. Most of the stuff that is on your resume, you can see here all these sorts of things that the person has put. You never need to repeat your resume. What's very good about this is... This person has, is making a connection with, with the employer and basically making, making themselves seem sympathetic and, and discussing why they're not working. So this is very good. You don't need to talk about being eager, but this is very, very good. The reason it's good is because the person's talking about the job listing. They're talking about why they're a good for that then and they're doing it very succinctly and then they're also talking about and there's probably a better way you could say since 2020 or whatever but but this is very good so i'm very pleased with this cover letter i think this is an example of exactly i mean i think this person might have put something here Okay, you should do. Again, remember these rules. And we're, th- we have three of these. So what I'm going to do is I'll get one, do one more. Then I will take questions. And if there's more resumes that have, people have put in the chat, I will review those. We'll take a quick break in about five minutes after we do this. But you can see here, wanting the job, cultural fit, do we like you, and all that sort of thing. So this is very good. One other thing, too, is you don't need to tell people to contact you at an email and all this sort of thing. You don't need to give contact information. You do not need to tell people... How to contact you. But yeah, this is a good cover letter. So this is a very good example. I will send this off also again to everyone so you can see. But these are two people that, that both have been taking care of people and left the workforce. And yeah, but that's great. Okay. Let's take a look at this one. Okay. I am writing to apply for the attorney position in the environmental. Currently I'm a law clerk for the tribal trust. I'm a contract attorney working with Sean Gaines and private investigation of tribal trust attorneys. These new positions are an excellent opportunity to use my skills and abilities brought a range Okay, this is a fun letter. I read this and I actually like this person. I don't know why, but they there's something that kind of comes through about liking this person. So, th- there's some certain things that this person could do that would make this a better a better letter. Here, they're really talking about all the the different sorts of things they've been doing. And they're talking about all the litigation, and they're talking about basically everything on their resume. They're talking about what they enjoy, they're talking about legal research, and Uh, They're talking about scientific stuff, and then they're making all these assumptions about what... (laughs) people do. So most resumes, let me know what else you need for me. You don't need to put stuff like that. i look forward. Thank you. Fine. The problem with this particular, oh, here we go. we got one more cover letter code. The problem with this particular cover letter is, again, it's just repeating everything that's on the resume. So if there's a position that the person's applying for, that's great. Now, what's interesting about this resume is I don't know if tribal trust is the government, but the, the, the person needs to basically give some sort of interest in working for the government. And that's what I would recommend a lot of times government the government doesn't know how much how interested people are interested in working for them so there there needs to be some sort of statement of why this particular job and what the person is interested in in this particular cover letter i don't i don't have a problem with it, it is the person is not why this job is a is the the person know about the work what kind of work they do does the person want to work for the government? All these sorts of questions, and then, but what I like about this person is that they're. What I would try to do is I would try to make some sort of connection between working for the tribal trust, and I don't know if that's government, and then working for the environmental natural resources division. Okay, let's see this particular one. Okay. And then I think this is the last one. Okay. Okay. I don't know if I can help this person, this letter here. It doesn't, there's not really much going on here. It's a foreign letter and it's not really connecting with a U.S. legal employer at all for a motivational interview. Okay. I'm going to take a quick break just for two or three minutes. I will come back and I will answer questions that people may have about these or anything I covered earlier here. And then I will also review more cover letters if you put them in the chat or the Q&A and I will do those. And I apologize for talking so long. I just wanted to make sure that I covered all this and then I am excited to hear everyone's questions and about these cover letters as well. And as we take questions, we'll also develop more rules and I'll send this to everyone at the end of the call. All right, just a few minutes and I will we'll be back.
0: That's all the time we have for this edition of the show. If you are an attorney looking for a change, head on to bcgsearch.com.